world's on fire, our culture's disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people living life in peace. You may think I'm a dreamer. I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. The world can live as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. Hmm. Today's the winter, winter solstice. This is a high satanic holiday. I'm going to share with you some, uh, I don't know if the term would be right, blood-curdling information. I told my wife just as I was coming down the steps, literally just coming down the steps. Love my wife, by the way. <clears throat> I said, you know what, sweetheart? We have no understanding of the depth of paganism in America. We have no understanding of the depth of paganism within Christianity. We have no, we have absolutely no understanding of it at all. We celebrate the birth of Jesus, um, December 25th, Christmas. We all celebrate it. But how many of you out there really, really understand that the celebration of Christmas was purposely done by the pagans around the winter solstice. Did you go out there really know that if you go and you look at the origins of Christmas, it is pagan in its origins, friends. Now, look, I'm not going to get into the debate as whether you're a pagan if you celebrate it. That's not that's not that's not, not my point. It's not my point. See, here's here's where it is. here's what it is. We do not understand that the devil and his minions are one. 100% sold out. They have no means of retreat. They have no place they can go to. That's why the Bible says that Satan is running around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may desire, because he knows his time is short. He knows what he's got to look forward to. And he's been doing this since the eons of time. In fact, the scripture says, if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. The guy's good, man. The guy's good. Let's give him, let's give him credit. But he ain't that good. And he would never be as effective and as good as he was if we understood what was going on. So I, I did a couple things here. Last minute, really. Stay with me. This, this one's going to rock today, I'm telling you. And I got a lot of lot of I got a lot of pertinent stuff to talk about, but the Holy Spirit just banged me right between the teeth before I came down. You guys know what predictive programming is? Anybody know what predictive programming is? Well, it without without pulling it up, Johnny, I really don't have anything for you to pull up. Predictive programming is basically a rule. I don't know, Stephanie, you out there? Predictive programming is basically a law, a rule in the pagan world, number one, that they have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. And, and they do that through what we call predictive programming. Amen, uh, Coach. Uh, uh, they, they, well, I'm going to show you. So I'm going to show you. So I've got some stuff today that's going to blow your mind. I'm telling you, this is, this is unbelievable. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. God, thank God for the Holy Spirit, because He just dropped He just dropped it in me today. I was I was googling. I was going I was going another direction with today's show. I got to calm down a minute because we got to pray. But I, here, I want to say this before we, we before we pray. We don't understand. We we really, 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 really don't understand. 
we think the devil is just dressed in a red suit with horns and a tail. We don't understand. We don't understand that it is a life and death struggle for the, for the devil. Stephanie says, he's watched us for generations and knows our quirks and our blind spots, Stephanie said. The occult is real. The occult is real. The occult is a denomination of Satan. That's all it is. It manifests itself in many different ways. But I can tell you this. Today, uh, December 21st, is the winter solstice. And what is the solstice? Johnny, pull that up a minute. What does the word solstice mean? I think I sent you that. I think I sent you just the death. Solstice is a Latin word in astronomy, the point in the ecliptic at which the sun stops or ceases to recede from the equator, either north in the summer or south in the winter. There are two solstices. The summer solstice, which is the first degree of cancer. By the way, this is written in 1828. Think about this. And then there's one on June 21st, and there's one on December 21st. So we are, this is Satan's high holy day. This this is Christmas to him. This is New Year's. This is the 4th of July to the satanic. And how many of you have ever in your life heard a sermon about it in your church? Never, right? And the Bible warns us what? That we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. But we are. Oh, I got so much stuff I got to get out of me. So, so let me stop right now. Come in. Uh, somebody's going to read the prayer for us today. Hey, hey Randy. Randy, I, I, read, I read what you wrote, an email that you sent, Randy. Boy, is it. And also the shortest day of the year. Boy, is it right on, Randy. Randy, come in here real quick and just explain to everybody what you, the email that you sent out, what's going on. Are you there, Randy? And if you are, Yes, you, sir. Yes, sir, can, Coach. Can you, can you access what it, uh, Johnny, uh, I think I sent it to you as well, John. Maybe you can fill that up there. I think I did. Randy, explain from your perspective. This is what Randy emailed me yesterday. Now, Randy, if you want to read it, you can read it. Folks, this all ties in together. If we would understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, if we really grasp that, it would change our entire mindset that Satan only gets away with what we permit him to get away with. That is it. And the church is putting up literally no opposition to it. Stay with me. We're going to pray. Stay with me. I got to to lay a foundation. So Randy sent this to me today. And Randy, I've just got it up on the screen. If you want to read it and explain as we go through this. Craig sent me some good stuff. I got all kinds of stuff coming in here. And I'm going to try to. It's this just, what, Coach, this it's is, just ammo. It's just this ammo. This is one you're going to want, want to share, folks. This is one you're going to want to share. All right? This is just ammo. Go ahead, Randy, and explain it's, this. It's a lot of what you've been saying, but, but you know, Coach, when we, when we sit down and we get before God and we ponder and just think and just meditate on the Lord and what, what do we need to do? What is he doing? And, you know, that's, we, think, we need times like that. Well, it, this is what I'm thinking of what God is doing right now in our present day, in our nation. He's working all over the earth, okay? But, but right here where we live in our local community, Coach, and, and we, you know, everyone knows what we did back on September 17th. But, but if we will put it together, we can What did see. we do? Everybody doesn't know, Randy. What did we okay. do? Okay. Well, that's when we went to all 12 uh, courts of appeal. There's 12 in the United States that the next court under the, under the Supreme Court. And we went to every one of those, Coach, with groups. We, there was 48, 48 of us. It ended up. And we did all this. We, we went and we declared the kingdom of God, Jesus is Lord and King over our nation. We dedicated the judicial system back to the yes. Lord. Yes, Coach. And and we and we spoke the decrees that that I believe God gave me and maybe other people, but I, I just wrote them down. My wife, this is what I see God doing, and I think it's his just his prophetic word. It mean that means, Coach. That doesn't mean anything except the Holy Spirit is moving on the earth. What is He doing? 
if we can understand that, we're prophetic people. Randy, we don't, we don't, it, doesn't, it doesn't even dawn on us that in the midst of all this Luciferian, demonic stuff that's going on, the Lord's still at work and he's still in control. And we don't understand that he works through his people. Just like the devil works through his people, the Lord works through his people. But for some reason, we have totally, completely ignored and forgotten the supernatural aspect of this human life that we're living. So, Coach, if you, if you person reads this, you know, I don't need to read it, but I, I, I see I, I, we see what they're doing behind the scenes. And if we can disconnect that, we know how to fight them. We know how to win. We know how so to Randy, the points you made, a strategy. Yeah. You know, they tried to keep Trump off the ballot, right? Folks, they are, so be, they are being so exposed. That's Randy's point. They are being so exposed. They had seven Democrats appointed in Colorado to keep Trump off the ballot. And as Randy lays out in here, they made it a four to three vote. So it made it look like they weren't really all that radical when all of them didn't want Trump to be able to get on the ballot, yada, yada, yada. But as Randy says, it's going to backfire, see. It's going to backfire because what's going to happen is the Supreme Court eventually is going to have to step in. See, Donald Trump hasn't been char- hasn't been convicted of anything, friends. He hasn't been convicted of anything, right? And, and so uh, we see what the other side's doing. And as Randy so at- says in here, Hopefully, all the blue states will conform and share their faith. In other words, all the blue states try to do the same thing. This isn't confidence on their part. Why? It's panic. They're losing, folks. They're losing. That's why they've got to keep MAGA off of the ballot. All credibility is going to be lost. They're not going to be able to turn it. They're following their agenda with haste, but in reality, they're being directed to make these very drastic moves. They're panicking, aren't they, Randy? Folks, they are panicking. The other side is in a panic mode, all right? And that's, Randy would say, and I would agree with him, when we went to those 12 district courts, what did we expect to happen? Did we expect anything to happen? Or was it, do we all just figured we'd go and do that and get together for lunch? Is that what it was about? Or is there really, really power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the land? Is there really? Is there really? Or is it just a game we're playing? Coach, they, and, have they ever been challenged in our lifetime? They, Yeah, maybe an attorney might write something up and try to, you know, get their way with the case. But has have spiritually, have they ever been challenged in our nation? Maybe no, no, people no, have prayed no. a little bit in their closet. But how many people have went down there on their ground and touched their the ground, the evil Luciferian headquarters of all these counties, of all these states, of all the whole federal nation? How many people have actually went there to, to that high place and said, I'm tearing you down? That's what we did, Coach. We and tore then, down strongholds. And, folks, you have to understand this, that every judge on that U.S. Supreme Court and on those districts, they are not voted. In, well, some states they are. They're not voted in. They're appointed. They're appointed. Or they're voted in by the legislature. The, the demonically seized legislature. I'm still on December 21st in the solstice. Okay, I'm still on it. They're high holiday. They're high holiday. Thanks, Randy. I could have gone more in depth. I know you understand that. But I want people to understand we're winning. Now, I'm going to, are you, are you ready to get, hey, do me a favor. Pull up two things. Before we pray, okay, pull up two things. I want you to pull up Psalm 2 in the Message Bible. Why did the heathen rage and people imagine a vain thing? The kings that set themselves and rulers take counsel against the, the against it. Listen to this in the Message Bible. Why the big noise, nations? Why the mean plots, peoples? Earth leaders push for position. Demagogues and delegates meet for summit talks. Wow, this could be written yesterday, couldn't it? The God deniers, the Messiah defiers. Let's get free of God. Cast loose from the Messiah. And heaven throne God breaks out laughing. At first he's amused at the presumption. Then he gets good and angry. Furiously he shuts them up. Don't you know there's a king in Zion? 
A coronation banquet is spread for him on the holy summit. Let me tell you what God said next. He said, you're my son. And today's your birthday. What do you want? Name it. Nations as a present? Continents as a prize? You can command them all to dance for you. Or you can throw them out onto Mars trash. So rebel kings, use your heads. Upstart judges, learn your lesson. Worship God in adoring embrace. Celebrate in trembling awe. Kiss Messiah. He's warning them, folks. Your very lives are in danger, you know. His anger is about to explode. But if you make a run for God, you won't regret it. Judgment and mercy. Always judgment and mercy. Always, right? Judgment, vengeance, anger, wrath, but always mercy. Always mercy. And you think Almighty God is tired of being insulted? Hmm. What did David do? David showed up with a little rock, says, who's this dude? Who's this uncircumcised Philistine talking to you all like that? Huh? And are you going to do anything about it? I'll do, I'll do it. David runs out, stands before Goliath. What does David say? <laughs> oh, huh? I come unto you in the name of the Lord, whom thou hast defied. In this day, I'm going to serve your carcass to the beasts of... That's what he said, and that's what he did. And that same principle still applies today, but we don't think we can do it. I got so much to show you today. I want to hold off on the prayer, okay? I want to show you something, some predictive programming. Oh, my goodness. I got so much fun. Lord, help me. Lord, help me get through this. Pull, pull up for me the 2012 Olympics. It's number five. Number five. I got five twice. The first five. Folks, are you, are you ready for this? How quickly we forget. 2012 opening ceremonies of the Olympics. Predictive programming is the power of suggestion using the media of fiction to create a desired outcome. They, they predictively program you. They condition you to accept it so that when it shows up, you ain't shocked. That's predictive programming and required on the demonic side. Oh, this is so I need a month today. I need a month. Oh, I'm... I'm Thanks, I'm, my, my text's blowing up. Keep, keep them coming, keep them coming. This is five minutes and 22 seconds. Hey, folks, 2012 Olympics, how quickly we forget. Predictive programming. Go ahead. Play it at one five step. It freeze it. Freeze it. Predictive programming is a subtle form of psychological conditioning provided by the media to acquaint the public with planned societal changes to be implemented by our leaders. If and when these changes are put through, the public will already be familiarized with them and will accept them as a natural progression, thus lessening possible public resistance and commotion. Randy, this is going to blow your mind. 2012. Go ahead. going to show you the predictive programming in 2012 and then show you 
actually happening in 2020. Go ahead. So to get it, now they're going to show you the ghouls coming in. This is 2012. What do the ghouls represent? Death. Death. The ghouls coming in now. Predictive programming, 2012. And watch what happens in 2020. Go ahead. some of the great villains of British literature. The children. Okay, you see some of the great villains of... coming just keep clapping right just keep clapping following the entertainment loving it now i'm going to come hang on here we're, we're going to get to the prayer i promise promise i want to show you something else two two other things i want to show you i got this from craig today by the way number four number four it's joe biden joe biden talking to us about the soul of a nation Hmm? Oh, yeah. That's not the right one. That's my fault. You just leave that right there. Do you guys remember when he gave that demonic speech? You remember that? Came out there, had all that red stuff behind him and yada, yada. So I want you to play the other one of Joe Biden, which is Biden on MAGA, number three. Play that one. Play that one for me. Folks, predictive programming. Okay. This is Joe Biden in 2020 when he's running for president of the United States. Go ahead. I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Take it back to the beginning. Friends, he doesn't even look like this anymore. I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Big moment here for Vice President Joe Biden. Joe Biden officially announcing he's in. It's a moment for someone who can bring us together. It's a moment for Joe Biden. There's not a single thing we cannot do if we do it together. 
this idea is a bunch of malarkey. Sure, I'm so sorry. We you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. The fight to end Donald Trump's presidency is just beginning. The press and the pundits have declared this candidacy dead. Now, we've just won and we've won big because of you. I will be casting my ballot for Joe Biden. Joe knows you and he will fight for you. I'm on Team Joe. I'm riding with Biden. I'm endorsing Joe Biden because we have found that leader in Vice President, soon to be President, Joe Biden. That's why I'm proud to endorse Joe Biden as President of the United States. I am so proud to endorse Joe Biden to be the next President of the United States. To come together in this campaign to support your candidacy, which I endorse, to make certain that we defeat somebody who I believe is the most dangerous president in the modern history of this country. Choosing Joe to be my vice president was one of the best decisions I ever made. Now's the time to fight for what we believe. So join us. Join Joe. We have no immunity to this virus. We have no vaccines for the virus. Wear a mask. It's not just about you. It's about protecting your family, your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers. I've said from the outset of this election that we're in the battle for the soul of this nation. The country is what? crying whoa, whoa, out whoa, whoa, for whoa, 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 What was that? Go back there again. What was that? For the soul of this nation. The country. Back, oh, no, they got to hear that again, Johnny. They got to hear that again. Go ahead. I've said from the outset of this election that we're in the battle for the soul of this nation. The country is crying out for leadership. Leadership that can unite us. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Open your eyes up and understand that evil never rests. It never sleeps. It never takes a day off. Why? Because they have invested, the evil have invested everything they have in the overthrow of Jesus Christ. And if they do not overthrow him, they know their doom is sealed. They know it. They know it. We don't know it. We don't know it. They're doomed. We read it in Psalm 2. He's laughing at them. Pull up, uh, pull up Ephesians 6 and we're going to get ready to pray. Pull up number one. Number one. Anybody believe the Bible? The Bible says it. I believe it. That settles it. Oh, yeah? You have a form of godliness to deny the power thereof. The Bible says, stay the hell away from you. Right? Going down to about verse 10. This is all really good, but I'm not going to take time. Okay. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wait a minute. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord. And then the power of his might. What? Yeah, put on the whole armor of God that you're going to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. We read about them in Psalm 2. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's who we're wrestling against. So they take on you the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, stand. Stand therefore, having your loins good about with truth. Have on a breastplate of righteousness. Shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, carry the shield of faith wherewith you might smite, be able to quench some of the fiery darts of the wicked one. Some of them. Oh, we're just going under here. It's so bad, we just ain't ever going to be doing. All the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the good word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Understand what's going on and engage, saints. And for me, the utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Randy, it's a mystery. 
How he does all this stuff, I don't know, but it's a mystery. Which I'm an ambassador in bonds. Are you an ambassador in bonds? You go to your church and they tell you how much God wants to bless you, or you are you a prisoner? Are you a prisoner in bonds? That I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Hmm. Pretty clear to me, baby. And because we've lost our manliness, Bobby, I want to get to your thing. I don't know if I'll get to it today. And our desire to stand up and push back against the forces of darkness. When we've told, been told to tolerate and love and accept and not judge. Somebody's pulled the wool over us, folks. Pulled the wool over us. So here's what I'm going to ask you this. What are we going to do? I'm not, I don't expect a response. What are you going to do? You mean to tell me your greatest weapon is sit in a corner and pray and wait for an evacuation? That, that's, that's the weapons of your warfare? That's it? What are the weapons of our warfare? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty. Where is that? Where is that, Randy? Is that Second Corinthians for the weapons of our chapter warfare? 10. Chapter, Where is 10. It? chapter 10. Huh? For the weapons of our warfare, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. It's a spiritual war. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical. That's what they don't understand in Washington, D.C. They're carnal. They're not carnal. They're spiritual, mighty through God. Pulling down a stronghold. Is it any wonder the Luciferian government wanted to shut down those Christians who showed up? Because they knew it was a spiritual war and we would win it. Why? The devil, devil knows. The devil knows the Bible better than me and you. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, mighty. Through God for what? For what? Getting a blessing today and receiving more money and having a nicer job and all you can no 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 for pulling down strongholds, casting down images that they're trying to put into our head. The thing that we just watched, the predictive programming. We cast those things down. We cast down every high thing that exalts itself against what we know about God. See, we don't know anything about God. That's why we can't cast him down. When we cast him down, what do we do? We lock him up. We bring him into captivity. We lock him up. We bind them. What? Thoughts? Principalities? Powers? We stop them. We bind them. Your power stops here. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience. When your obedience is fulfilled. Revenge? Revenge? That doesn't seem very Christian to me. Revenge? Johnny, maybe we better look that word up. Revenge, to revenge all disobedience, to inflict pain or injury in return for an injury received. Vinny, could you boom that one for me, Vinny? Could you boom that one? Because that doesn't seem very Christian, does it? Boom. To inflict pain or injury in return for an injury received. And the Bible just told us we're supposed to do that. Doesn't it? Revenge all disobedience. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. They've sold us a bunch of lies, haven't they? We got guys standing in the pulpit tell us we're supposed to obey the government. Obey the No, no, there's only one government. There's only one government. You obey God. You don't obey God, you're, you're obeying a fraud. Obey God. 
Of course we're supposed to obey the higher powers. But who's the highest power? And when the higher power is in conflict with the highest power, who do you obey? So you got to cast down imaginations, which tell you that you got to be nice. You shouldn't judge. Yeah, you know what all those imaginations are. You know what? They're going to throw me in jail. Hey, you're going to die, dude. <laughs> you're going to die, and then you're going to live forever. You're going to die. You may miss your family, your grandkids. They'll miss you, but you're going to die. You're going to die. But we know this. The Bible says that God, Jesus Christ, conquered death. <laughs> he conquered death. <laughs> you don't die. Oh, man. This is good, isn't it? This is really good. So I want to pray today. I haven't forgotten it. Pull it up there, the Liberty Action Network, current action. We're going to pray. We're going to read Psalm 75 today. By, by the way, hey, Craig Mickle, come on in here a second, Craig, and explain that picture right there that you, you emailed me about, Craig. Explain that picture on the screen right now. Well, that was uh, put up on the White House this last uh, Pride Month, right, June? You know, you get a yep. whole month for that. Yep. And that flag was displayed. They opened up the White House ground to this big, huge event where all the, you know, LGBT. What's the abomination of desolation? That is an abomination of desolation right there. Go ahead. So, I mean, that, that's, that comes. Greg, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Folks, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. And then who comes along and endorses it? The fake Pope. He comes along and endorses this next. Does he not? Huh? Does he not? Come on. Principalities and powers, evil spirits in high places, huh? Kings of this earth conspiring against the Lord, against his Lord. It's right in front of us. Open your freaking eyes. Go ahead, Craig. So that comes in, you know, about um, a little bit over seven years ago in 2015 when the uh, Oberfeld's decision came and Obama was in there and he, he had already planned the you know, he already did the decision and they and they lit the White House up in rainbow colors. Right. So right. so this is a this is provoking God. This is taking their fist and saying, we write the rules, we run it. And you the, are welcome the, Lord's not here. Happy, the Lord's not happy with it. The Lord's not you happy welcome with it. here. You Christians, you ain't welcome here. What does it say in Psalm 2? We will not have this man rule over us. No, it doesn't say that. It says it in Matthew, I think. Psalm 2 says the same thing. They said, we're going to cut the cords. No more of this God thing. No more of this Christian thing. Huh? Lord says he sits up in heaven and he laughs. <laughs> he laughs. He says, all right, boys, let's go get him. I'm sorry if this is too harsh on you. Go watch Joel. That's why when you look at Liberty Mel's... If you read Luke 10 and it says you you bring Christ to this person's house and if they don't receive it, you wipe off the dust. dust off and, you let the, and it's the Lord's responsibility. I mean, it's our responsibility. Don't get me wrong, but the Lord has a part to play and uh, we get to be a part of it. Hey, it looks like we lost coach. Let's give him a minute and see if he comes back. Clay, why don't we have somebody read Psalm 75? Yeah, I can, can read, read it. it. I can read it. Okay, great. Ready to read it now? Sure. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. For that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. When I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it, Selah. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly. And to the wicked, lift not up the horn. Lift not up your horn on high. Speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he poureth out of the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off. 
but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Amen. Bob. Amen. Bob. Amen. You can't can't hear you, Coach. Turn your mic on. Surprise, surprise, surprise. My internet goes down. Surprise, surprise. Well, Shazam, Andy. So I jumped on my phone here. Thanks, Bob. Did you read the song? Did you read that for us? I'm yes, sorry. Sir. I'm, yes, sir. Okay. I read it. All right. Somebody who knows what's going on better than me, jump in here and help. Jonathan, do I need to do anything? Is this going to automatically reconnect? What's going on? Okay, buddy. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hey, Craig, why don't you make some comments on Psalm 75? Why don't we bring somebody? I can't see anything. I, I can see me. I can't see anything else. Bring somebody in if they want to talk. Well, I just, I just say, uh, you know, the, the the Lord asked me to just do this. I mean, this is nothing. This was not planned. This was not something I was like, hey, I'm going to think about this. This was something that Sunday the Lord said, you need to just go walk around the White House and you need to pray eight psalms over the White House and our nation and our people, and you need to make them seventy-two to eighty, and you need to start on. Monday, December eighteenth, and and I think if you look at this psalm that that happens to be for today, and you look at what the winter solstice, which Coach is talking about, and you you look at those words for what they're saying, I think you you see the gravity of of what the Lord's getting ready to do, and not only the world, our nation, and um, you can see how God's working in all this. And what's, what's really kind of interesting, and, and I didn't really even piece this together till I heard someone else talking about it, each psalm that we're reading, okay, is actually tied to the day that this thing broke out in October 7th in Israel. Okay, so, so today is the 75th day from what happened over in Gaza. And I believe that somehow this is all tied together and I don't know exactly what that means, but I just think it's just very peculiar that we're in the 75th day of this Gaza war. And here we're reading this Psalm 75. Hmm. Amen. Somebody carry it for me, man. Hey coach, uh, in, in regard to that predictive program and stuff, man, uh, how, how serious this stuff is, is hard to grasp because if you can put something in a uh, opening ceremony of the Olympics and you can put something as big as COVID and everything that we just watched there, and then uh, a few years later, all that comes to pass, or most of it comes to pass, even if half of it comes to pass, imagine how much power that gives you. Because if you, because if you walked into uh, the leader of a nation's, office and you sat down and you said i want you to watch this video of the 2012 opening ceremonies of the olympics i want you to watch that and then i want you to see that we made all that come to pass in the future can you imagine the power that you would have over that person if you said we caused that to happen now are you going to do what we're going to tell you to do are you with us and see where it goes back to what randy was saying is that they can do all that predictive programming that they want to, but they can't predict what we're going to do. And any time that we step in and we step up to the plate and then we hit a home run and it's unexpected, then we knock it out of the park and we, we throw a chink in their chain. We throw a wrench in their machine and the gears stop. Boom, Clay. And it's a big deal. It's a huge, big deal. They got a lot of power with this predictive programming, but we got the same amount of power and they don't know what we're doing. They don't have, we have the more power, power to predict what God's people are going to do. We have more power. We have more hey, power. Man. Hey, Johnny, play that second clip, 2020 Olympics. I'm sorry, folks, trying to do this off my phone. I don't know why I can't get my internet up. Yeah, I know why. Huh? Satan's a liar. 2020. 
2020 Olympics. Satan's home. I'm rebooting.
Now, are you there? Can you unmute? Now I got, now I got unbelievable, unbelievable, huh? Unbel unbelievable. So they, they did two, eight years apart, two different programmings shooting y'all towards the new world order. Unbelievable. Hey, Johnny, for some reason, my screen's over here. I don't know why it's not here, but there's been something, huh? There's been something, hadn't it, folks? There's been something. Now, look, I still can't see everything, okay? Somebody got, wait a minute, maybe I, somebody got their hands up here? Somebody want to come in? What do we got? Got nine minutes left. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of hands up. Uh, uh, Coach, in regard to that, what you just played, I mean, that reminds me of a Walt Disney movie. Uh, where they disguise evil as goodness. That's right. And, and they, uh, the young people don't have enough wisdom to see any of it. So mm -hmm. it all sounds beautiful and looks beautiful. And then, man, let's just live as one. And hey, uh, Clay, big... hey, hey, Clay, let me ask you this, Clay. Uh, give me a show of hands <clears throat> of the last time you heard your pastor talk about this kind of stuff in the pulpit. Anybody out there? No? No? Nobody? Nobody? The devil's laughing. The devil is laughing at our foolish ignorance. That's what I yeah. think. And they, they, they put in there no religion, you know, and no uh, they had to leave that in there. The reason they had to leave that that in there was because it sounds so beautiful. Then when you when people say we don't need a religion, just do away with all the religions. You'll go along with the new world order is the new religion, dudes. <laughs> it is atheism. It's the new it's the new religion. It's the yeah, they're one. just not going to call it a religion. They're not going to call it that. Dr. Paul, come on in. Let's get some of you in here. Uh, Coach, your predictive programming started a long time ago. Um, this whole concept of conventional medicine is is where we're at. We're at, Coach. I mean, this whole concept of uh, vaccinations. I mean, it's a death cult, Coach. And I've said this before. I mean, I cannot believe that people still reach out to doctors for their health. It, it astounds me, Coach. Okay, so Paul, so here's the thing, Paul, and that's one of the, I'm trying, I'm getting, I'm getting the feedback under me here a second. I, and you, you know what? You're oh. over the, you're over the target, Dave. That's right. I know you're I am. over the target. I love you, brother. So what are we going to do? What are I, we going to do? Day, coach, I'm doing it every day. I know you are. I know you are. I know you are. But we just can't sit back. See, for the most part, our our um, our attack has been surrender. That's been our attack. The Bible says it's just going to get like this. The idea of like if my pipes break, I'm going to shut them off. If a if a blizzard comes, I'm going to shovel out. Right? That that mindset's totally completely gone. Totally gone. Jeff Klein, come on in. Quick update on the meeting yesterday with Superintendent. Just open up with prayer read three different scriptures to him about the children and then enlightened him on what's going on. And I, you know, I asked him, I said, have you been in any classroom in this school building? He said, one, one classroom. Huh. So when I suggested, that's what I want. <clears throat> we were there, I was there about a half hour. It was, it was good. He agreed with me on everything I said to him. He agreed. It's getting horrible. So he's going to put the request to the principals to do the walkthrough of all the rooms. So I'm going to follow up on it and make sure they do it. But so it was productive, but just going in, trying to attack that program and what they're doing to little kids. We need to do more of it, man. Craig, come on in. Thanks, Jeff. Coach, I just want to uh, acknowledge that this is a three year anniversary that you all went to the serpent mound. I wasn't able to go that day, right. but I just remember, I remember watching it and I watched and, and God made uh, Michelle, Remember Psalm 91 right. off the top of her head yes. for a reason, yes, because sir. she was sitting there praying that and those Indians came up there yep. and they were chanting and they were doing yep. that. And the louder that they got, the louder that she got. Amen. And, Amen. and, uh, and, and what you all did, you, you affected the spiritual realm that day. Henry Groover, Henry Groover went there by himself. And got his butt kicked because the Lord didn't tell him to go. <laughs> and 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 you and others said we have to go. And you went in strength, 
and you came out in victory. And they even had that thing about the Columbus, Ohio paper. They posted you. I sent that to you when you went to Georgia. And and this is a three-year anniversary today. I'm just letting you know. Thank you, Craig. Three-year anniversary. I remember when we went down. Hey, listen, a miracle happened. Huh? It's a miracle. Here on my system, all of a sudden, my speakers are twice as loud as they've ever been. I can hear y'all. Can you believe that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Three years ago, three years ago, we were at the Serpent Mound, and my wife started reciting Psalm 91, and those demons manifested. Folks, you had to be there. Coach, and Steve Deck stomped the stones in the ground around the head of the snake. I'm telling you, baby. I'm telling you, baby. Sheila, come on in. Oh, we lost her. Maybe she hit the wrong button there. Tim, too. Uh, Go ahead. Okay, with everything you were sharing today about um, the Olympics, and then you shared um, the song. Remember when they did Rosalind Carter's funeral? That's a song they played. Uh We didn't understand these people operate with the other kingdom, and to them, there is nothing else. We're so stupid to think there's a heaven. That's right. (laughs) You know, you just, you die. When you die, you die. They're advancing their religion we're not we're not we won't even engage and they're trampling their religion over the top of ours and we roll over and let them do it it's amazing yeah and the demons back in the one in london the demons were coming down around the beds of the children in those black outfits you showed them on the ground in this video yeah. they came in like mary poppins yeah yeah they came in from up an angel above. Of light. they always come in as an angel of light don't they yeah the devil, yeah. doesn't come, the devil doesn't come knock on your door with a pitchfork in his hand. Come on, man. You're smarter than that, aren't you? Right. Lies, lies but now we have good news because we know what they've done to us in medicine. They, we know what they've done in vaccines. hundred years ago, they did the same pandemic. This is 2020, recycle unto death times two. This was the genocide. We didn't know that's what it was. Now that we know, uh, Dr. Group has formulated God's resources of natural healing. And those resources are going to be available to people yep. because I lived through all the layers they're doing to us. We now have a defending against bioweapon targeting boot camp that's coming together. And so all of this that they've done, it took us a while to wake up to this, but we have the answers. God gives us all the answers. All we had to do was be ready to receive them and share them with the people. Amen. 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 Bless you, Sheila. Brian Cranford. Come on in, Brian. How you doing? God bless you, brother. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, Coach, uh, it says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. That's exactly what's been happening here with your internets going out and everything else. But this is a good display, Coach, of what it's going to take that when when people, the men of God and the women of God start staying in the word, because, Coach, when you black out, everybody needs to stand up. We don't need to worry about when you're coming back. If you're coming back, we just need to be ready, Coach. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Oh, is that a word picture right there? Right, he's coming back. Hang in there, coach. Will be back, right, boy? Brian, you nailed something. Wow, wow. Oh my goodness, I'm running out of time here. Judah. Hey, to add, coach, what Sheila was talking about. You know those uh, Olympic videos. A lot of people don't understand that the the medical industrial complex, the military industrial complex. Its location is Grand Rapids, Michigan, mm. on the medical mile called Michigan Street. And there's a reason why it's on Michigan Street, but that is the head of Dr. Francis Collins' crazy lab that they concocted all this crap. And people got to know and understand and see that the Van Andel Institute is bioweapon warfare and the spiritual aspect that needs to be staked. Amen. Somebody go stake it. It's eight o'clock. I gotta run. Are your eyes open? Do you understand? Our enemy never rests. He never rests. He comes like an angel of light, seeking whom he may devour. Folks, wake up, push back, fight back. Why? Because we win. We don't win, baby. We win. Now, casting down imagination and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We'll see you tomorrow.